Blessed Easter, everyone. My friends, are you, are you filled with joy that we're done with Lent? Yeah? My friends, um, I had time uh, to uh, observe and watch um, the vigil from Rome and the vigil from the East Coast. And uh, uh, while we're still in the pandemic and they, each state has their rules and uh, mask on, mask off, you can't wear it here, you can't wear it there, you can, you can use a candle, you can light. Rome did it uh, their way and the East Coast was doing it their way. And I thought, praise God, give God the glory that there's one holy Catholic and apostolic church, one faith, one Lord Jesus Christ, even though we have to do things a little bit differently and uh, to adapt. And uh, uh, even as I was walking, uh, where's, where's that very nice woman who needed, wanted to, she desperately wants us, her candle lit. Where are you? Are you not here? Oh, my. Well, if you are, we'll do that after Mass. She really wanted her candle lit, but uh, we weren't doing that this year here. My friends, in the, East, in the Easter gospel just proclaimed, the three holy women come to anoint the body of Jesus in the tomb. And those women are in for a big surprise. First, they find the big stone rolled back from the entrance of the tomb. Then they find the tomb empty. Next, they are amazed at the presence of what appears to be to them a young man. But in truth, it is not a human person. He is clothed in white, but it's unusual whiteness. And based on the other gospel writers, uh, it's electrifying. In Matthew's gospel account, he says his appearance was like lightning and his clothes, clothing white as snow. The angel speaks to the women in a prophetic way as a messenger from heaven, angel, in their language, malak, meaning messenger. His function is to interpret for them the meaning of the empty tomb, which they now see, and they are confused. They're amazed, but they're confused. The angel does his ministry briefly, but well. The angel tells the three women the joyful news of the Lord's resurrection. These women are the first to hear it, and rightly so, because they were present on Calvary when Jesus of Nazareth died and when he was placed in the tomb. What a beautiful gift for the not abandoning the Lord Jesus as he hung on the cross. The angel then says to the women, Go and we'll meet them in Galilee as he promised. Jesus will keep his promise despite the fact that they abandoned him at the beginning of his passion. And there's a note with Mark's gospel, and tell Peter, too. 
now, although uh, some may want to infer that this is the singling out of Peter uh, because uh, of his leadership role that will come in the church, but uh, I do not think this is the point. He's singled out in this instance because of his threefold denial of Jesus. And it would be very difficult for him because he knows what he did. However, the angel is not tasked with reminding the disciples and Peters of their failing, but only with the Lord's loving invitation to meet them in Galilee, despite their failings. From the scriptures, it is safe to say that our Lord overlooks much of what was flawed in the disciples and in Peter's behavior, keeping to his promise of love, of forgiveness. And what of us? You and I rejoice in the Lord's resurrection, as the holy women did. But as his disciples, we are to be prophets also, not unlike those three holy women who were sent telling of the resurrection of Jesus Christ to the people of our time as they spoke to the people of their time. My friends, our broken and terrorized world needs the good news of Jesus Christ and his resurrection, of new life, of new beginnings, as the Holy Father said in his homily from Rome this evening. I am confident that each of you know someone in your social circle, in your community, that may have all kinds of things going for them, and yet they have a feeling of going nowhere in terms of their very soul. I had a chance to ponder these many things. I thought about those who are in their twilight years. What about them? Each of us knows a relative or a friend in the evening of their lifetime who does not know what to do with their journal of disappointments and unfulfilled dreams. We used to call it the woulda, shoulda, could be's. And I thought about our young people the battles they have in their time, our time now, with the world speaking to them, confusing them, leading them to a sense of a loss of meaning, a loss of dignity, and worse, ease. Will you and I be prophets of hope prophets and tellers of the joyful news that the Lord has risen and that he's alive and also that he invites everyone to newness of life. He's a God of surprises and of Lord of new beginnings always. My friends, 
on this night, all of us who have been baptized and those who will experience it shortly, the sacraments of initiation, baptism, and confirmation in Eucharist, will share in the life of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. And our Lord left us an everlasting sign, the sacrament of the Eucharist. The Holy Eucharist is the summit and source of our faith. It is a great sign of great promise, of great hope. It is also a great sign of unity. Through this great sacrament, our bond with Christ is strongly forged. The Holy Eucharist, with its graces, allows us to walk in hope, in joy, in holiness. We receive the grace to be coupled with him by an unbreakable bond, the new and everlasting covenant sealed by his paschal mystery and perpetuated through time in his most holy Eucharist. In our Easter celebration, we hear the firm, uplisting words of Christ, peace, do not be afraid. To Christ our Savior, we respond with our Easter acclamation of Alleluia, Alleluia. And my friends, we must be like those women, amazed, amazed at our God. We should be like those women and the apostles and the disciples. They took that to the whole world. We should live a life filled with light, hope, and love. Let us be the disciples of Christ. Let us be like that angel then, if you will, with his task to bring the news, the good news. Let us be disciples who point to Christ as our surest hope to the beauty of new possibilities in their lives by seeing and understanding with faith that uh, all that empty tomb and the resurrection of Jesus Christ means for you and I and for them. Friends, for those who believe and have faith in Christ, that not only is Christ risen, but we, his disciples, too, are already living the risen life by his power and grace. Let us walk this evening and the days forward with joy and hope in the bright light, then, of the risen Lord Jesus Christ, who has brought into our world his light, his hope, his joy, his love, his peace, his grace, that we may walk in holiness all time. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh my goodness, I've been waiting, waiting to say hallelujah. You don't know, when you can't say it, that's when it makes you nuts. <laughs> my friends, I picked up on the note of the, in Mark's gospel of the women, who is going to roll the stone away? Because it was in the way. 
they thought. You and I are an answer to that. Who are going to, who is going to roll away the stone of doubt? Now, very good. Oh my, he's going to be baptized. He's raising his hand already. <laughs> you are on fire, brother. I've got to get you baptized. Father's going to stop then. That's the way. <laughs> I am not going to hold up that one any longer. Amen. Hallelujah. My friends, we have a book for you. If you didn't, we had a Christmas, but only a few. Uh, but uh, this is our gift to you from Scott Hahn, a uh, father who keeps his promises. I don't think you need me to explain what the book's about. It's about Father. Uh, please take one for yourself or, and for others that uh, I think may uh, want to read this. It's a great read by uh, uh, this theologian, Scott Hahn. Uh, they're available as you read uh, this evening. Uh, my friends, um, it takes so many people to help us with our liturgy, so I thank all those who have helped us, our music ministers, all the servers, the MCs, um, our technology uh, person <laughs> who can make sure that people can see this. And um, of course, uh, I thank all of you. Last year, um, you weren't allowed to be here. It was only just the ministers. So um, we're moving forward. And my heart is grateful. I know there's many more that want to come, but we were maxed their capacity. But um, we give God the glory in all things, in all things. And I'm so happy uh, that you are all here and came this evening. Happy Easter. <laughs>